Shining a light on the women creating impact, leading organizations, and mission-focused strategic programs across the federal technology and consulting community, this is Impact. I'm being joined today by Leslie Wagstaff, the Director for the Consumer Support Group in the Center for Consumer Information and Insurance Oversight at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. Well, Leslie, thank you so much for joining me today. Well, thanks so much for having me. Yes, so let's start with, is there an experience or an event that you believe helped steer you down your current path? Well, I I don't think that there was one single um, event, but I'm also um, a believer that things don't necessarily happen by coincidence, right? Like we're all, we all have a a path that we're on and that we have to take. And so I feel like this path was created based on a, a series of decisions that just happened for me. And um, that's kind of how I've kind of gotten to this point where I am today. You know, it's one of the, one of those things where I've always just said I I want to be someone who who serves, who serves the public, who serves the teams that I'm on, who serves you know the people that um, that I work with um, and have relationships with. Um, and so, in whatever capacity I can do that, that's kind of what I'll do, right? Um, and I just always hope that my skills, my talents, and my previous experiences can be used in a way that's beneficial to advance whatever goal I'm working on, right? And so, I guess if that's a path, <laughs> and that's the thing, then then that's that's kind of what's brought me here, and we'll kind of see where it leads, right? Do you feel like when you first started out, right, in your first, for your first job, you never could have figured that you would be where you are today, where you thought you might go, or did you have this, this ambition? Gosh, absolutely not. That is not (laughs) how it started. So when I came out of college, um, I I went right into grad school um, and I pursued a master's in public policy. And at that point, you know, my thought was I'm going to be a public servant that is going to work to advance policy objectives that at that point, I didn't even know in what area, in what arena. It, I was like, it could be in health policy, education policy, housing policy. But I did want to focus on issues that really impacted urban uh, communities and um, underserved communities. So I did know that. But my first job out of grad school was actually uh, working for a, a, a Department of Defense contractor that happened to be in health IT, right? And so I started working out and in, in, in doing project management support of the Department of Defense. And in my mind, it was like, well, this is, I guess, a set of skills that I may be able to use, but, um, and it also happened at a time where, so I'm from New Orleans and, uh, Hurricane Katrina had, had, had hit and my support system, well, we didn't know where they were at the time. And so my objective right at that moment was I need to get to a place where I can be independent of my, of my support system. Um, you know, here we are, what, 
18 years later, if I'm doing the math correctly. And luckily, you know, we've, you know, recovered and been able to rebuild from that. But at that time, um, I was really just like, okay, I need a job. And so yep. that was the job that <laughs> I got. Um, and met some really great, um, leaders, uh, really impactful people who just helped me to see that there were uh, things that I could take from that job and then use that to help me in other places. And then after that, I went to law school again, not thinking I was going <laughs> to end up in IT. No, 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 no. I was like, no, I'm going to go. I'm going to be a lawyer <laughs> <laughs> and ended up never uh, practicing in like a transactional practice or litigation practice or anything like that. I came out doing policy law um, and ended up here at the Center for Consumer uh, Information and Insurance Oversight. And so, yeah, had no clue, no clue, no clue. <laughs> that's, that's really fun. Now, did you along the way have a leader or a mentor that helped guide you? I think I always sought out advice from those who were who looked like they had more experience at this than me right mm -hmm. and I remember very early on being very focused on am I making the right decision and because and you know I had this idea this this false concept that there was a path that I was supposed to be on, right? And so I'm like, well, how do I know when I find it? Is it going to be a yellow brick road? Uh, what if it's not yellow? What if it's <laughs> what if it's blue? You know, like yep. things like that, right? Everybody that I talked to said the same thing. And these are people who came from very diverse backgrounds and, and had very different jobs and such, but they all said the same thing, which was your path will be your path and it will be set before you. You won't even realize that it's happening to you, but do know that the most important thing to do is when you're in a job, do your best at the job and be willing to take the lessons that come from, uh, come from, uh, the, that position. And, you know, I had a, a client who also told me that a bad path is not determined by one decision. It's usually a series of bad decisions. So don't put too much stock in making like everything having to be the best decision or your your whole life is going to go into the toilet because that's not how you end up in the toilet. And, you know, I, I, I get that now, right? Um, and I think at that point in time when I received that advice um, and counsel, um, it was very helpful for me because it kind of released some of the pressure, right? Of like, am I making the right decision? So. So moving forward, what is one important thing that leaders should keep in mind when they're guiding teams and driving organizations forward? So one of the things that I try to remember, and I think it's uh, important to remember, particularly in IT, is that um, you're leading people right? And not machines, which means people come with feelings and they have past experiences, including their their successes, um, their hurts and their disappointments. And that is all of those things kind of factor into how they see the world, how they hear what you're telling them and what how they experience the day, right? And, 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 and what's going on at any point in time. 
Um, and so I think the most important thing to remember is that it's important to really get to know your teams so that you're able to, to understand those things because it, then you are able to kind of maybe tap into something that people didn't even know they had and didn't even know that they could do and, and, and drive folks to accomplishing things that folks never even thought that they could do. So, um, that's, that's the one thing that I uh, try to keep in mind and I encourage others to as well. Yeah. One of the leaders that I had in the past that was one of the ones that I remember the most, like she recognized that I applied for the totally wrong job in the office <laughs> and realized my strengths lie in a totally different place and was able to draw my, my skills out and focus me in a better place, which I mean, the right leaders recognize their, their team's abilities, which is awesome. Yep. So is there one thing that comes to mind over the past five years that you would say has made a significant impact on the future direction of IT? So the funny thing is, is, you know, I was, I, I thought about this and I said, well, I think the right answer is supposed to be AI. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but to be honest, I don't, I, you know, I don't know. Um, Cause it's a little bit outside of, of, you know, my focus area. I, you know, I see myself as someone who um, uses IT to meet objectives, whatever objectives there are that, that I need to meet. Um, and so I am, I, I, I don't necessarily see myself as a, as a practitioner in the maybe traditional sense or the way most people see that. And so I'm like, that's above my pay grade. See, I, I bring people on a team who know the answer to that one <laughs> and help focus me because I know where my limits are. But yeah, yeah, I mean, that, that that's what I think. Awesome. Well, Leslie, do you have anything else you'd like to add? I think the the, the thing that I would add is is just the importance of, I guess, going back to to building teams and the importance of building trust and getting to know teams so that you know the best way to support them and serve them and figure out what it is that you can offer to them. Well, Leslie, thank you for taking the time to meet with me today. Well, thank you again for having me. Take care. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to check out our other podcasts, Keeping IT Brief, and afternoon tea available on your podcast providers. Mm.